1: It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And let's start the show. Welcome to the Tea for the Queen podcast, the podcast where we try to keep our sanity in the era of staying woke. I am your host, Tierra Burns, and this is your episode. Hi, everyone. Um... I know I'm late. I do know I'm late. Um but if you're out having a Valentine's Day right now or you're just preparing for Valentine's Day for your um sweetheart. I hope you're having a great Thursday. Um I want to do something different this episode. I want to tell a story. And I'm going to reflect on that story um I think that um our culture definitely tells us as you know how we should feel about things and how we should um react to a lot and I would tell you all a story about how I did not do what I would have expected and what the culture what culture has told our society has told me I should do In a certain situation. Um, So. Was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. I'm driving on I-35 headed to Austin. And. A lot of people think that the weather in Texas is pretty much basically. Heat all year round. And a little bit of rain, but mostly heat and some tornadoes. But. Texas actually gets these torrential downpours, and these are not just regular downpours. These are rain so hard that it is white outside. Like, you cannot see anything on the highway except for the lights from the cars coming. And I um, was on my way to Austin for, yes, guess you could say, a meeting. Um, I needed to get there by a certain time, so I wasn't driving fast, but I made sure that I was you know, on the road so I could get there, and it's in the morning, um, I'm going about my day listening to podcasts, I think I was listening to The Daily at the time, and, um, I, you know, I look down, I look at the clock, and I realize, oh, you know, I think I'm gonna be a little late, so I, um, I decide, okay, well, maybe I should just, you know, call the um, the people I'm going to meet with. And I look up and I see a car right next to me. We're both neck and neck, door to door, tire to tire, everything. Um, I come up on a puddle and I feel my car get a little wonky. Now, my car has this traction system where it pretty much snaps back into, back into whatever, if it's ever knocked off, off, um, off guard. And my, um, my car didn't do that this, this, you know, this time. So I just tried to hold it steady and the car that was neck and neck with me, I saw them serving, you know, a little bit as well. And before I knew it, she hit my door. When that happened, my car lost control. I, all I know is the steering wheel snapped. It's like it snapped, and it just started spinning and spinning and spinning, almost like it did a complete um, 360. It just kept going and going. I can't tell you guys how many times my car spun um, on the on the interstate. And as I was spinning, I hit her, and we just both basically spun out. And we ended in a ditch. We definitely, we ended in a ditch and it's raining, it's pouring. I get out of my car. Um, I walk over to her car. Now the rain was so, so crazy and so insane that I had on my, I call it my J-Lo coat because it, it looks like a lo coat. But I had on my coat and um, had feathers in it and the rain was soaking through my coat. My skin was wet. That's how bad it was. I was not outside long, um, for, for my coat to get that soap. I, you know, I asked her, is she okay? She said she was fine. Um, then the cops come there. They, they, you know, they take their information. We do what we need to do. Um, as far as insurance wise, but, you know, I contacted the people and I said, Hey, I'm going to be a little late. You know, they told me I could go home. Don't worry about it. Stay safe. So I, um, I drove back, and I was fine, you know, I called my best friend, and I'm laughing, I'm laughing, I'm having a good time with her, Um, just talking my shit like I usually do, and you know, I go home, and I tell my family, and um, I was just basically on autopilot, I came home, and I got right back to work, I got back to doing what I need to do. And later on, when I talked on the phone with my brother, um, he said, Hey, you know, you just had a traumatic experience. It's okay to take a moment and, ex, you know, and deal with that. Cause I'm, I'm very good at going back on autopilot. Like I'm very good at it. So, um, Yeah, I'm just very good at going on autopilot. So, after I got off the phone with him, I, you know, I, I was like, oh my God, should I feel away because I guess this is like the closest thing I've ever had to a near death experience. I've been in a car accident before, that was much worse in a large SUV, um, and the car flipped over, but, um, surprisingly, I was fine, but this time, it was just me on the highway, and a bunch of rain, and a car, semi-trucks coming down the road, because it's still during, you know, almost rush, end of rush hour, and I was fine. After he said that, I said, well, should I should I feel some type of a way? Should I feel like I, you know, should I feel sad about what happened? He asked, him, did your life flash before your eyes? Because it definitely could have been worse. It for sure could have been worse. And it did not. And I talked to someone else and they said, probably because you knew you were going to make it through. You knew that it was not the end for you. And I was like, yeah, but... My lack of, like, having a remorseful response to this accident is it proof of um, an ungrateful attitude or spirit, and I just felt like, okay, I should really definitely be feeling some way about this car accident, because it could have been worse, um car could have flipped over, anything could have happened, I could have hit a semi-truck, anything could have happened, but I'm just up bopping around like nothing happened at all, and I think that our society tells us when we should be dramatic, (laughs) we don't always have to be that way. I think I'm I'm here and I'm remaining grateful for my response to what happened. Um, I'm grateful that I had a reassurance um, that I wasn't. I guess I wasn't uncertain about anything. Um, I'm grateful for that. That deep down, I knew what was going on. Um, I'm grateful for my safety and i think that you know if if you ever encountered um i guess you can call it a near a near death experience i think that you should do these four things call a friend for your initial reaction cuz that's important i called my best friend and we were cackling because the girl who you know was in the other car, she was like, "Oh, my neck, my back, my hip hurting." I'm like, "This lady thinks she's gonna milk my insurance. Not today. Not today at all." And I think it's important to, like I said, remain grateful for your response because sometimes the first response is the truest response, and sometimes it's not. It's not. Sometimes you need to sit and you know deal with it, and then. Remember that negative is always is not negative a negative response is not always what it's what it is to be expected with trauma. Some people deal with trauma with laughter, some people deal with it with crying, some people deal with it with just being active. You do not have to have a negative reaction to your trauma. And I think it is important to Be attached to the life that you have today. So much like so much of the anxiety epidemic that's happening globally has to do with our fear of the past or the future. Um, I think that we have to be in the moment a little bit more and realize that, okay, you're not always going to cry. You're not always going to weep. There's not going to be always some dramatic response. It's good to understand that and to keep, to keep going. So I'm happy that I did not have a negative response to, I guess you can say my near death experience. I really am. And if you do not have what, um, someone expects you to have to something that happens, that's okay too. Everything is not, a, um, a Broadway stage play or a play for that matter. These are our lives and our emotions are real. all right well thank you guys so much for listening to this episode my name is t for the queen once again happy black history month to all my brothers and sisters and my brothers and sisters who are not black um because we built this thing so thank you and happy black history month um if you're interested, follow me on Instagram at Tea for the Queen or go to teaforthequeen.com or, you know, remember to rate and review this podcast. I really appreciate it. I hope you guys have a great, wonderful Valentine's Day spend it with your girls and a wonderful Valentine's Day spending with your boo or whomever you love.
0: Did you know that improper disposal of batteries can spark fires? The disposal of rechargeable batteries in household trash has caused a number of fires on garbage trucks and at trash and recycling centers. These fires cost millions of dollars in physical damage each year and put lives in danger. Batteries do not belong in regular trash or recycling. Learn the proper way to dispose of batteries at gorecycle.org. Brought to you by Republic Services and American Disposal Services.